And you're listening to Foul Players Radio. My name is Michael Spedden. Suzanne Chadwick joined us this week. She came over to talk to us about the Habit of Grace Jazz Blues Festival, which is going to happen in Habit of Grace, Maryland, June 7th through 9th, 2019. I'm really looking forward to this event. This is a wonderful, wonderful event that they have planned with lots of great acts that are going to be performing there. Mindy Abair and the Bone Shakers with opener Johnny Neal. The Cab Calloway Orchestra with opener and guest artist Nico Sarbanes Trio. Jack Broadbent, the Headhunters Band featuring Mike Clark and Benny Russell. The Eric Bird Trio. Maryland Rising Stars Concert sponsored by Integrity Real Estate. The High School Jazz Band's Concert sponsored by Aberdeen Proving Grounds. Federal Credit Union. Lots of other activities going on that weekend, too. You'll be able to go to various venues and see films on jazz and its history. Of course, all the restaurants and everything will be open over there. And I definitely urge you to come check it out. Again, for more information, www.hdgjazzbluesfestival.org. Before we start, we have some other announcements. The Course of the Chesapeake will be performing at the Orioles game at Camden Yards. June 11th, we'll be performing the national anthem for the Baltimore Orioles versus Toronto Blue Jays game, which means we'll be singing two national anthems, O Canada, and of course, our beloved Star Spangled Banner. If you would like to join us for this event and come sing with us, you can do that. The Chorus of the Chesapeake rehearses on Tuesday evenings at 7.30 at the North Point Government Center in Dundalk at the corner of Wise Avenue and Merritt Boulevard. In order to perform at this event, if you'd like to join us, you need to attend two rehearsals prior to the event. We're running out of time here, folks. We have three rehearsals. We have uh, May 21st, May 28th, and June 4th. So if you'd like to join us, uh, come on down. Don't be shy. We'll be glad to have you. You'll be amongst friends, trust me. If you come to two of the uh, rehearsals, you'll be able to come join us on the field singing those great national anthems and having a great time with some great people. So come check us out. For more information on the Chorus of the Chesapeake, www.dundalk.org. The Foul Players of Perryville will be returning to the Western Maryland Scenic Railroad May 25th, Saturday night. Tickets are available at www.wmsr.com, westernmarylandscenicrailroad.com, wmsr.com, or by calling 1-800-TRAIN-50. Uh, the show is going to be Tennis Anyone, and we'll be doing that show for a few more times uh, going through June. So if you're interested in a nice train ride, a wonderful meal, and a hilarious show, some wonderful murder mystery, check out the foul players on the Western Maryland Scenic Railroad. And guess what else is coming up? A little creepy here, Kimscrypt.com, Kim's Crypt Haunted Mill, Spring Grove, Pennsylvania, on June 22nd is having their annual haunted campout. Oh my, 13 hours of pure terror, lots and lots of scary activities, lots of scary events going on at this haunted campout. And I'll tell you what, word is really spreading. People from all over the world have been coming to this event over the last couple of years. And if you like to be scared, if you love horror, this is the event for you. For more information, www.kimscrypt.com. Would you like to learn how to audition better for camera roles, for things like commercials and movies, television shows? I got the person just for you, Sariva Racher, S-A-R-E-V-A-R-A-C-H-E-R. Sariva Racher at AOL.com is her email address. 
Her phone number is 410-227-2102. Give her a call and sign up for one of her classes. Uh, Sariva really does a great job. She's a very experienced in the casting business. She's cast lots of great movies that have come through the Baltimore area, as well as TV shows and commercials. And you'll definitely learn a lot by working with her. So I urge you to give her a call or send her an email, SarivaRacher at AOL.com or 410-227-2102. Now, without further ado, let's join Suzanne Chadwick. And I'm here with Suzanne Chadwick. Great to see you again, my friend. Hey, Um, Mike. Nice to be here. We all know Suzanne is a great vocal teacher and a great vocalist. We're not here to talk about that today, are we? We're here to talk about something very exciting coming up in a few weeks, the Habit of Grace Jazz and Blues Festival. Suzanne's got a big role in that. So tell us all about this. I'm excited about this. I've been seeing a lot of buzz around town about this. I'm glad there's a lot of buzz because there's a lot going into it. Last year we decided that we would have a jazz and or blues festival and as it started to build and build and get mm-hmm. bigger and I was doing research, I thought I'm going to need a team. Uh-huh. So there's currently 14 of us okay. on the committee uh, doing things for this. I scouted for six months. I consulted professionals in the business. Johnny Meister at XPN in Philadelphia, uh-huh. and uh, Bob Seekinger, the head of the Baltimore Blues Society. Oh, great. Um, all kinds of uh, people, local. Rick Hoff, who's uh, the local high school jazz band director, who's, who's much more than that title. He just is. Uh-huh. So a lot of people have contributed in many ways, and we've narrowed it to a three-day uh-huh. music, film, food, and more all over Have to Grace. Wow, so it's going to take place not just in the park, but all over the place. There's going to be films and food and other things, so tell us. So I'm on the board and the programming committee for the Cultural Center at the Opera House. Actually, the organization is the Havre Grace Arts Collective. So that organization produces or presents different acts for the Opera House, and that's where this came from. Mm -hmm. So. They're the producing organization, and so the Opera House has the most number of events, but also even just First Friday stages Yeah, all over, because uh, June 7th is the First Friday. Oh. Uh, so okay. we have First Friday. We have Hutchins Park for a Maryland Rising Stars concert on Saturday, and we have the Havre de Grace Auditorium, a.k.a. the High School Auditorium. Uh-huh. And so uh, between Fridays, First Friday uh, stages... And our first headliner, our first headliner is Friday night, is Jack Broadbent. Jack Broadbent I found on Joe Bonamassa's site of Artist to Watch For last year. Oh, great. And he is a British slide guitar Mm -hmm. uh, player, and he was busking in Amsterdam in 2016, and later found himself that same year on the stage of Montreux Jazz Festival, one of the biggest jazz festivals in the world. Yeah, I've heard Um, heard of it before, yeah. And they touted him as the new master of the slide guitar. (laughs) So I managed to reach out and and be able to secure Jack Broadbent. So he'll be there Friday night at the Opera House, and he is just something special. He's definitely something special. Excellent, excellent. So, um... He'll be there on Friday night. And the thing that's really neat about this, too, again, is it seems like you're using the entire city yes. for your festival, which I can't, uh, I, I can't, that, that just sounds like such a good thing for the town as a whole. Well, yes, you we know? wanted to make sure, that was that was one of my early 
ideas uh, was not for it to be just the arts collective presenting, but also restaurants. Yes, to have yes. Jazz, blues bands, uh-huh. the first Friday artist emporium. They all over their businesses. Museums are offering free admission if you have a ticket to the Jazz and Blues Fest. Uh, oh. Joe Retro is going to have vinyl sale uh, albums. So there's all kinds of things that these community partners are are uh, contributing as well. So oh, it adds great. to the whole event. Yeah, that's, that, it really does sound like it. Yeah, so everybody's getting involved and everybody has uh, got something to show. Well, wonderful. So who are the other people that are going to be there? I'm sure you've got plenty. And actually, I want to make sure that I don't forget there are films as well. Films. I, Tell us about the films. So Friday night, while Jazz uh, First Friday is taking place in Havre de Grace, there will be a film, Jazz on a Summer's Day, at 5 o'clock, free at, uh-huh. the, at the Cultural Center at the Opera House. And so there are four different films, and most of them, like that features like Louis Armstrong and prominent musicians uh-huh. that everyone knows, for the most part. And then there's Thelonious Monk, Straight No Chaser, Saturday Morning, so uh-huh. a lot of morning films. So if somebody's getting up early and they're not really ready for <laughs> a big concert, you know, they can kind of ease into it with a documentary. Right. There's actually going to be animated jazz. I think that's at noon on Saturday, where there's a lecture mm-hmm. on animation and jazz. And then on Sunday, the film is Deep Blue. So it's a blues-oriented documentary. Okay, so I'm making sure I don't forget the films, because that is absolutely a part of this. Then after those two film-oriented things at the Opera House, we have the Maryland Rising Stars concert at Hutchins Park. And so I've been saying this is three days of music, film, food, and fun at the top of the bay. We have Grammy-nominated artists, international artists, celebrated artists, and yet-to-be-celebrated artists. Uh So at times you find incredible people, and they're just on their way up. Right, right. So we have... Mark G. Meadows in the Movement, uh-huh. who I had found actually opening for Terrence Blanchard at the DC Jazz Festival in 2018. Uh-huh. Terrence Blanchard wrote all this, uh, the screen music for Spike Lee films. Okay. okay so he's sure. done all the music and <clears throat> happened to know him because he also wrote an opera uh, that oh. I was <laughs> performed in. So we went to see Terrence and found Mark G. Meadows opening for him and thought he was sensational. Um, we have uh, Noah Pierre Trio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah is a phenomenal guitarist who's going to do a tribute to st- the music of Stevie Ray Vaughan and Joe oh. Bonamassa. And you've got to be able to play ridiculously well to do that music. Yes, you do. And he can. Yes, you do. You can't go out and you can't fake that. <laughs> you have to be on the exactly. money for that. And Noah's graduating from Towson this year. Oh, wow. So he's a young fellow. Uh Uh-huh. And then Tony Hancock is Havre de Grace alum, saxophonist, Uh who's taken his skills, his jazz skills, his sax skills, to the heavy metal world, (laughs) playing uh, for some different groups. I think he's played for Paramore and currently Neck Deep. Uh And I've seen a video where he gets more applause in the... An attention than the lead singer, which is unusual. But he did a UK tour this winter and played Wembley. Oh, wow. But he also wow. has a trio that mm-hmm. has been playing together since middle school. Is that right? From Havre de Grace. 
Wow. So it's going to be a very interesting concert. So that's at Hutchins Park. Unless there's bad weather, then we take it back to the Cultural Center at the Opera House. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there is the Headhunters Band on Saturday at 6. Uh-huh. And if you've heard of Herbie Hancock, yes, you've yes, probably I've... heard the Headhunters Band. Okay. So they, they were the the back, um, the back band that uh, brought Chameleon, the big first big hit for Herbie Hancock. And Mike Clark played with that original band. Mm -hmm. And then we also have local uh, Benny Russell saxophonist who teaches at Hartford Community College, who was our connection, and he will be playing uh, with the Headhunters band and be featured. Right, right. It really sounds like you've got a good variety of people coming in, a lot of great talent. Well, then, Saturday evening, we go to the auditorium, the Heaven Grace Auditorium, and we have Johnny Neal uh-huh. opening for Mindy Bear and the Bone Shakers. Okay. Johnny Neal was a keyboardist for the Allman Brothers. He grew up in Newcastle, uh-huh. so he is kept in touch with his buds, his, his band friends here, and he keeps a, a local band, so if he's playing up here, they play him with him when he's not in Nashville. Uh, Johnny Neal and his local band are opening, and Mindy Abair, uh is going to be a rocking good time, even though it's it's blues and jazz. Mm-hmm. She's, I got to say this, she's a hot blonde saxophone player <laughs> uh, who also sings, and her second uh, Grammy nomination was for Pretty Good for a Girl. Okay. Love that song. She has another new album coming out at the end of June. It's going to be a sensational concert. And that's Saturday. That leaves us with Sunday. We're having a high school jazz bands clinic mm-hmm. uh, that isn't really open to the public, but then they're performing at noon for yeah. free. And the clinic is with one of the musicians from the Cab Calloway Orchestra. Oh, is that right? Which is our closing, culminating event. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Cab Calloway? I do know a bit about him, yes. And he was a Baltimorean, wasn't he? He grew up in the area. I don't yeah. think he was originally born, but he basically grew up in Baltimore. Yeah. And his daughter lives in Havre Grace. That's right. I heard that. Camille heard Murphy. That. And it's her son that uh, runs the Cab Calloway Orchestra. Okay. And the That's opener great. for that concert is Nico Sarbanes Trio. And Nico has played up here at the Cultural Center at the Opera House a few different times. And he's a tremendous trumpeter. Of a very unusual sort, he can actually play the trumpet delicately, and that doesn't seem to normally go together. Mm-hmm. He's a monster on the trumpet, yeah. but he has such finesse. He also sings and brings that forties, fifties style to it. He's also going to play with the Cap Calloway Orchestra. Is that right? And he went through a jazz camp in Baltimore that Kemi Murphy was running back <laughs> when he was in middle school or sure. something. Huh. So it's going to be a sensational concert. It really sounds like it. It really sounds like this is going to be a great time here. It sounds like you really did your homework. How long did it take you to get all these people together to start researching and finding people? I started last May. So about a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been about a year. And going out and seeing concerts, talking to management, that kind of thing, were you? Videos, radio, uh-huh. iTunes, uh-huh. things like that, just searching all over the place, talking to people. I have serious satellite radio, so that helps. <laughs> yeah. Bluesville and real jazz channels. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of, lot of homework. But that's fun. It I'm is, a, it is. I'm a music explorer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I could just imagine. This that sounded like you probably had just as much fun as it was work, you know, getting all these people together and doing the research and finding just the right thing and then finding people to agree to do it, people whose schedule, you know, they weren't 
on the other side of the country doing another tour or something. And Mindy's a West Coast girl. Right, right. And so you know, bringing act- people in. and They actually set up tour around our festival. Excellent. Excellent. This really sounds exciting here. So it's going to be June 7th through 9th. Yes. All over the city. Sunday at 2, we have the Eric Bird Trio. Mm-hmm. I found them actually through the Maryland State Arts Council site. And he they travel all over. Acoustic jazz. He, uh, Eric is a pianist. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, I don't know if he's still teaching at um, McDaniel College. Uh, but he, uh, so it's an acoustic trio. Uh, I think there's even gospel infused in, in with the music, and they play all over the world. Mm-hmm. So Eric Bird's at two, and uh, so there will be, uh, there's food and uh, whatnot Saturday at Hutchins Park. There's always concessions at the Cultural Center at the Opera House, and there will be at the Auditorium as well. But we have vendors at Hutchins Park on Saturday with, um, I'm trying to think, we have a pit beef and... Uh, sweets and ice cream and pretzel factory and mm. you know, a lot of good stuff. Now you're talking my language. Oh, and, and beer and wine. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> um, so the, there are a lot of events and then the, the restaurants are involved in the shops. So there's time. Mm-hmm. You may not want to see every event or you might, you know, yeah, but there's still yeah. a little bit of time in between. Well, there's a lot of nice things and I think people will notice if they're coming in from out of town. A lot of nice restaurants to sample and a lot of good cuisine over there that mm-hmm. you know, you're just not going to go wrong, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not like it's uh, some place with, with just a bunch of, uh, like sometimes when you go to a festival, mm-hmm. they just have like, you know, a pizza place and then cotton candy. Mm-hmm. We've got a whole variety throughout the city. And it's really a charming place. It really is. You right. Know, um, at the top of the bay. Plenty of nice old houses to look at as you're walking around. Uh, yes, plenty of bed and breakfasts. You know, nice restaurants to go to. A lot of nice heritage. People have really taken pride in that town. Yes. You know, um, there, there's an awful lot of volunteers in yes. Habit of Grace. <clears throat> um, and it's this quaint, charming town that you can walk you really From can. From end to end. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're different. There's uh, DC Jazz Festival has some phenomenal artists, but you go take an Uber, get to another venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so here you can walk around. You're not at Merryweather where mm-hmm. everything's in you know, one condensed area. Right, right. Uh, so it doesn't have that crowded feel. Right, and reasonably priced, too. It's not like you're going yes. to be paying $47 That's for right. a piece of pizza. We, we are, yeah, we were probably the cheapest deal for all of these concerts. Well, I mean, um, you know, having dined over there quite a bit, mm-hmm. it, it is, you know, it, they're good places, but you know, it's not an arm and a leg. And uh, I'm sure that works very well with all the things that you're trying to work with there with the, you know, the Arts Collective. You know, you're being... You being part of that for uh, almost a while two years now, now. Um, you really have a nice backdrop to have your events in. I think you know it's, right. a, it's a place where people would like to go. You can catch a nice bite to eat and get some culture mm-hmm. while you're there. Um, yeah. Does do you have anything else coming up maybe for the fall or later in the summer? Uh, any other events planned that you'd like to talk about today? Well, one of the things that we we have is we have an appetizer actually before the Jazz and Blues Fest on May 23rd. Uh-huh. We have a blues brothers tribute band a blues brothers tribute band. and that's great and there was one member that we couldn't get on that may 23rd date who was actually an original member the original trombonist okay yeah yeah and cap calloway was in the film yes he was yes he was so cam is going and also for the <clears throat> cap calloway concert during the festival many of the family members are going to be there and greet oh okay so the audience so that'll be really cool and i 
think they're going to show the Edward R. Murrow interview, which was pretty cool because he was interviewing Cab Calloway and Camay, and her son was in her arms, oh, who now right? leads the orchestra. Wow. So they're supposed to show that. Hopefully mm-hmm. that'll happen. Yep, so we've got that coming up on May 23rd. May 23rd is the okay. Blues Brothers Tribute Band. Um, and there are things happening all of the time. I, I'm sorry to say that the ABBA Tribute Band on June 13th has been sold out for several weeks already. Is that right? Yeah. Um, but all you have to do is go for the <laughs> Jazz and Blues Fest, hdgjazzbluesfest.org. Okay. And or, I mean, you can also go to the ohhdg.org mm-hmm. website. That's the Opera House website. So okay. you can go to either website uh, to get tickets uh, for either the festival or beyond the festival. Because the Cultural Center has things going on all the time. It's not just what uh, the Arts Collective has curated. But uh, there are theater companies that are renting and other people that are renting. So there's, there's theater, there's dance, there's music. And the music might be... Uh, Jazz, it might be classical. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of stuff. The variety is definitely there. We've had all kinds of acts, all kinds of wonderful acts there, and we'll continue to, you know, we're booking into 2021 already. Is that right? Booking yes. into 2021. Yes, the calendar is so full, we have to go that far out. Wow. Well, it sounds like you're, you know, things are going very well for you there. Huh? It w- is definitely a build it and they will come situation. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. Um, I'm very happy to hear this, you know, and I, I uh, you know, being a performer, I wish I could get over there more, but the fact is, is that, you know, right. the fact that I am a performer, I'm performing and not You're... able to see a lot. That's the yes. story that we all have here. You know? Yep, me too. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, we could maybe come back in the afterlife or something and go back in time and see the shows that we missed when we were performing. Yeah, you know? there's <laughs> too many of them comes. though. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. And, uh, so, in order to put this together, I bet you had a lot of good sponsors come forward for you, huh? Fortunately, we've had a few, and this is my first time ever doing anything like this. Visit Harford has been incredibly supportive and generous. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only did they infuse some cash into all of this, but guidance. Um, so, I, I I was learning a lot. This is the mm-hmm. first time I've ever done anything like this. So, I'm incredibly grateful to Visit Harford uh, for all of that, Integrity Real Estate has uh, taken the sponsorship for the Maryland Rising Stars concert. Mm-hmm. Very grateful to them. APGFCU has supported the high school jazz bands clinic and performance. Oh, and then Charles Carter of G- Guitar Restorations mm-hmm. has donated a guitar worth a thousand dollars. Oh, is that uh, right? Custom made. It's supposed to be like a Telecaster. Mm-hmm. Sure, Fender Telecaster. Fender Telecaster. And so for a raffle. Mm-hmm. And that raffle's going extremely well. And the winner will be announced at the Mindy A. Bear and the Bone Shakers concert. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Wow. So you have to do you have to be present to win? No. No. Okay. You need not be present. Need not be present to win. So that, that sounds great. A custom made guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charles really Carter's is. very gifted. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And he's a Habit of Grace. Yes, he lives in Habit of Grace. He's a resident, and he does guitar restorations. Oh, okay. Out of his home, or does he have a shop that you know of? A shop behind his home, A shop behind his home, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good old neighborhood luthier. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, that's great. And very generous. Well, excellent, excellent. So, I wanted to talk a little bit, too. You know, we know that you are an excellent 
excellent singer. You've oh, had a nice you. career in the opera and doing a lot of other things, too. <laughs> that's that's one of the challenges. I, I recently finished with Washington National Opera, a, a Russian opera mm-hmm. by the name of Eugene Onegin. And we did that, those performances through March. Uh-huh. Then in April began rehearsals for Tosca, which opened Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I have... Let me see. There were eight performances scheduled, so I have th- five more performances of Tosca at the Kennedy Center. Okay. On top of that, my uh, students are doing very, very well, uh, many with scholarships and auditioning for colleges and musicals and, and solos and singing with jazz bands and, and, what, and singing with uh, Hartford Choral and, and all over the place. And once a year, I have a, a culminating concert for both my studios in Havre de Grace and Howard County in uh-huh. Elkridge. So I've had one of those, and the next one is Saturday. Oh, okay. Um, but um, So if you want to find me as a voice teacher and learn how to sing, mm-hmm. uh, my students do sing in many different styles. So we build skills through exercises and maybe classical music I call skill-building music. Uh, then going into various styles. It could be musical theater, rock and roll, uh-huh. jazz country all kinds of stuff okay so that would be suzanne suzanne s com is how many website. n's is that s-u-z-a-n-n-e-m-u-s-i-c okay. at comcast dot or well that's that suzanne music is my email excuse me suzanne s com is my is my website sorry okay. about that I was wondering because you said Suzanne. I was wondering. Oh, I've been four or five. Yeah. <laughs> the way people spell their names these days, you never know. Yeah, you really don't. You really don't. But um, so, where, where is this concert? Is the concert open to the public that, for your students? Actually, it is, but it's in Elkridge. Elk it's Ridge. this Saturday, the 18th, at Grace Episcopal Church. Oh. It's a quaint little church that I love. Uh, it's kind of um, it's off of Route One. And you have to go through a spooky little cemetery up the hill uh-huh. to get this to this little stone church. And then the acoustics are at least as good as a bathroom. Oh, okay. And okay. so my students will perform the first half as generally skill-building music, classical music. And then mm-hmm. the second half is the fun half, which I know makes me sound like a traitor to classical music. <laughs> but it is more fun. Um, and there will be uh, musical theater and jazz and whatnot. A lot of Whatever my students' interests are, I, right, I always right. push, I want you to pick that song. Okay. So, okay. yes, it is open to the public and will be Saturday the 18th at 3 p.m. Okay, We'd be great. happy to have new people coming uh, to listen to them. Excellent, excellent. And, that, and that's a big thing. If you're getting um, a student ready for uh, college, mm-hmm. that is a very, very, very difficult thing you know, to get into a good program for music or any kind of for performing arts. For the arts, it's arts. very challenging. Yeah, so that's you really got to get them on their A-game. That's a lot of work for you to do. Um, yeah, yeah, and making sure that you're complementing their knowledge of colleges, having mm-hmm. them go look themselves. Uh, but I may know certain faculty or know the reputations of different places or mm-hmm. or their, the, the way they teach. Um, some, like if you go to a conservatory, a lot of times they're not open to commercial music. Sure. Um, right. And then some, a place like Berkeley is all about commercial music. Uh-huh. Uh, but if I were going into musical theater... It probably wouldn't be my top choice, even though they've added it to their program. So my knowledge is helpful for them to begin their research. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm kind of excited because I have a student that has done a lot of musical theater 
in the area since he was a, a kid, or much younger kid anyway, and he's a senior, and he now holds the largest scholarship of any student I've ever had. He's going to go to Wagner mm-hmm. uh, College in on Staten Island Okay. as a musical theater major, and the the scholarship and financial aid package was ridiculous, but we... Uh, we think it's about a hundred thousand dollars in scholarship alone for over four years, which he needs. You need that nowadays for college. Yeah, when it's like fifty some a year, mm-hmm. you gotta have that kind of scholarship. You really do. You really do. So, what, what's the difference, just for our listeners at home? What's the difference between a college and a conservatory for music, or is there a um, a conservatory will probably just focus on if it's just music, just music, and you're not getting a well-rounded arts degree. So I went to Peabody Conservatory, uh, which was a Bachelor of Music, and all my classes, almost almost every class I ever took there was music-oriented, where if you go to a college, typically you're getting an arts uh, degree or Bachelor of Science, uh, so you'll have other classes related and making me more well-rounded, okay, gen- so, generally. Okay, I've, I've always been dying to know that, but afraid to ask. Oh, so. <laughs> no. And then there's still colleges that will have Bachelor of Music degrees and whatnot. Sure, sure. But they usually have access to more than a music department. Mm-hmm. Or Peabody was just music. Right, right. Great. Well, Suzanne, it's been great to catch up with you here, and I'm very excited to hear about the Habit of Grace Jazz and Blues Festival. Thank you. you know, so one more time, if you could tell us all the important website information and where to find info on it. And... So the Habit of Grace Jazz and Blues Fest has a Facebook page. It also has a website, hdgjazzbluesfest.org. And if you're having any trouble with that, you can go to ohhdg.org and you can get tickets from any of those three places. From any of those three places. And if you go to the uh, Opera House website and you know, any of these, you can see probably tickets in the calendar with all the other exciting events coming up. That's too. true, too. Thank you. Mike, yeah. you're so easy to talk to. Well, thank you. I try to be. I yeah. try to be. This is who you are. I was, I was nice to you this time. I didn't have you sit down with the... Uh, <laughs> Some guests that they don't want to talk, I sit down and shine a bright light in their face. And, uh, Ooh, you know. <laughs> the third degree. Exactly, exactly. But it was always a pleasure to see you, always a pleasure to talk to you. We have to talk to your husband, Alex. He's got a lot of musical things going on. I'm Al, sure he'd like to have one. He has a lot of things musically and also one of his, See, now, the thing is, is we work, but these things that we're doing are our passions. Just like me. Yeah, just like so that, yeah. I am a volunteer for the Jazz and Blues Fest, and uh, something that he started many years ago was the Citizens Against Trash Club. Citizens Against Trash Club. The Cat Club, meow. <laughs> uh, and every Saturday, there might be 20, 30 people that show up and pick up trash around town. So Habit of Grace has become a much, much more clean mm-hmm. town, which adds to everything. And he's taken it to uh, schools and different organizations. And recently they had uh, money given to them that they turned into a film. So they have a 12-minute film that they want to present to people and get people interested in how they can take part, pick it up. And it's a, Mm -hmm. I love this film. Right. So they've updated... uh... Give a hoot, don't pollute, and uh, no crying Indians in this one or anything. 
Well, there are Indians, just not crying. Just not crying. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and the first part of the film, kind of high tech, you see the planet from uh-huh. space. Uh-huh. And you hear this voiceover. I had spoken, my husband had said, well, we want the voice of Mother Earth. Do you uh-huh. have anybody in mind? I said, Kame Murphy. Uh-huh. So she actually wrote her own script. Oh, is that right? And and she's Mother Earth, and and so you're hearing her wonderful voice as you're seeing the planet and different aspects um, about Earth and whatnot. Is it, that's how it starts? It's just awesome. That's excellent. And um, so for the the cleanups days and everything, um, is this something? I don't know if it's still a thing where students in high school can get volunteer hours. Don't they have to have volunteer hours to graduate? They or? do, and I, I think I think this actually qualifies. Okay, so um, how could they get a hold of Citizens Against Trash if we have any high school students out there interested in getting some community hours? Facebook hour, Facebook page. Fa- on the yep. Facebook page. Yep, that would be the easiest way. Join the Facebook page. Well, excellent, excellent. That, that sounds like definitely a worthwhile thing, and... Uh, there's nothing better than you know volunteering and you know getting kids out to do something nice to really make a difference with them. I think, and you yeah. see it in the film. Yeah, they're yeah. little ones and high schoolers, and they're talking about why they do it. Right, and it teaches them to take pride in their town and take a little bit of responsibility. Exactly, it's not just you know have somebody else do it. You know, have them step up and right, right, you know, and be willing to serve and everything. If everybody would do this, we'd live in a different kind of place. Yes, we would. Yes, we would. And, um, yeah, but I think it's, you know, like I said, I think the things that have been done in Habit of Grace in the re- last few years, you know, all along with the arts uh-huh. you know, initiatives and things over there have really made a difference there. I gotta say, it has to do with all the volunteerism. Yep. I've never seen a town with so many volunteers. Right. Now, what we need to do is we're going to have to put all of you on one of those semi, what do they call those, amphibious military vehicles and come over and invade Perryville across the river. Oh. Is there a problem over there? There's not a problem over there. But, you know, there's you, you can go out on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. You can sit outside and you can hear music coming from the Tidewater Grill across the river. Oh. But there's nothing in Perryville to answer the music back. Oh. So, hopefully some things are coming along here, but we do need some creative types to... Uh, Come over and uh, work their magic across the river to make okay. it, make it kind of like uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul, the twin cities. It could be well, the twin be, towns here. That could be interesting if we. Um, I'm already thinking of next year for the Jazz and Blues Fest, uh-huh. and maybe have an alternate uh, satellite venue. Yeah, over there. Mm-hmm. That could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. There may be some venues where you could possibly do it. You know. We'll, I have to think about that. We'll look into that. I'll be your uh, spy in Perryville. I'll keep my ear to the ground and okay. uh, take a look around, and I'll uh, let you know. It's I'll give you the dirt. What's <laughs> going on here and everything? You know? Yeah, I really. I mean, want to. I want to serve the whole area. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing, and even up the port deposit too. I mean, yeah, I'm sure, you know, I love port deposit. That's a nice place as well. It really is. Yeah. And do you know Bob Steele? He has. <laughs> um, Backfin Blues in Port Deposit and Creole de Gras in Havre de Grace. Oh, I've heard of those places. I've never, um, I've never met him. Oh, he's great. Yeah, I've he's, never met him, but I have great. heard of the, the, food's you know, those great. places. Yeah, and uh, so we're always happy to connect with Bob. He's he's also donated gift cards because we're having uh, ticket giveaways mm-hmm. uh, on different radio programs and and Fox Forty Five. I think uh, there's an interview 
that I did the other day that will be on the Be More Lifestyle okay. magazine, and uh, which is a my TV mm-hmm. uh, program at ten o'clock, and uh, so we have three episodes on there coming up, and I think that's where they're doing the ticket giveaway. I'm not sure, or if it's on. Friday morning okay. of June 7th where I'm taking Jack Broadbent mm-hmm. to be interviewed that morning. Right. So we'll okay. be on Fox 45 that morning. Excellent. Excellent. So you're getting all over the place, all kinds of publicity here, all the and channel media outlets. Supposed, yeah, Channel 2 is supposed to come out between 5 and 6 on June 7th to do some cut-ins to their news. Oh, great. Great. So. Great. Excellent. You know, and, and you also chose Foul Players Radio. As an outlet, too, and I'm glad to help promote Thank this you. as much as I can here. Thank you. I appreciate you coming to do this here, you know. Always fun to talk to you here. Um, would you like to plug your opera? Washington National Opera is putting on Puccini's Great Tosca. Tosca. And the singing is phenomenal, and I, it's it's hard to resist Tosca. It's just a great opera. Well, you're not going to walk onto the stage of the Kennedy Center and not be good, and I'm sure that... Uh, so it's the Washington Metro- National, National, National Opera. Opera Company. So, yeah. Great. And you've performed with them for a good while now, right? It's my 20th season there. 20th season. I know. I started when I was four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you know, to be able to do that for 20 years, you got to be able to hang. And, um, we re-audition every year. Yeah, that's something. So, and um, It's a wonderful company. It is. It really sounds like it. It really sounds like it. Treat so, you with respect, and so they, they put out an awesome product. Excellent. Yeah, that, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. You know, mm. it's uh, it's it's you're not going to go wrong seeing a show down there for sure. You know, so well, Suzanne, thank you very much. Always an honor. Always a pleasure to see you and talk to you. And uh, glad to help get the word out on all these exciting things coming up here. Thank so, you, Mike, and the best wishes to you and Foul Players Radio. Thank you, thank you, and thank you all for listening.